0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. This is the American Toffee Podcast. Your source for stateside views on Everton Football Club. Hosted by Alex Johnson and James Boyman. Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the American Toffee Podcast. I am James. Alex, unfortunately, unable to join this evening as he is tending to his puppy, who is being very loud in the background. So unfortunately, <laughs> not able to join us. But we have now our recurring guest, Tony Sampson of the Chicago Toffees. Tony, thanks for coming on the show
1: again. Hi, James. Hi, James. Thank you for having me back again. There's no there's no loud puppy here, just to reassure you.
0: Fantastic. All right. So we should have, should have some clean audio for the people listening wherever they are all over the world. So if you you haven't already listened to the first interview I did with Tony, go back and listen to it. Uh, It was the episode after the Watford match. It's the second half of the show. Go listen to that, get a little bit of his background and you know where he comes from. He's a native scouser who has relocated to Chicago and we're not going to delve too far into that. But if you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. But we are going to try to focus on specifically the reason that brings Tony to the show today, which is the EFC fans forum vote. Tony is up for a spot on the fans forum. And Tony, I guess let's just kick things off with give people a bit of a bit of detail about what the fans forum is, and what's the value that it provides to fans.
1: Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you, James. And thanks for for having me back again. So yeah, we talked about this briefly last time. But you know, the fans forum is, is basically you know an an official sort of representative group of the Ever- Everton fan base uh, that's intended to you know give the Everton fans whomever where wherever they may be uh, a voice on issues that that matter most to the fans and it sort of a group of 15 people that sort of sits and meets on a regular basis and takes on various issues and will also sort of take issues to the club that it thinks are important and also I think will also help the club sometimes with some of the projects that you know that, that the club is 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 trying to drive but you know in essence to to be short sure, it's 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 a platform for the fan base to you know, to raise the issues that they care about most, and and you know, in some cases, get involved in those issues. A couple of specific examples we've seen in recent years are the introduction of, I think, the, the singing section, in the Gladys Street, and you know, it, it gets involved in a range mm-hmm. of issues and, uh, on that. So, you know, that's I think that's that's the value. I think you know, and I think the value needs to be you know something where you know fans feel as though they've got they've got a voice and they're being listened to, and then you know they can they can then sort of inform that inform that agenda. So I think that's the that's the value of it.
0: It's so true that, you know, as world football becomes more and more of a corporate product that it stays true to the essence of the game, which is the fans. And I think it's it's vitally important for every club to have their fingers on the pulse of their fan base to understand the common issues that, that fans care about. And that 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 is what drives the club's success. It drives you know, new new fans to the club, grows the fan base. And I guess that leads us sort of into our next question. Which is, you know, why, why do you feel that the international fan base and I guess specifically the U.S. fan base, you having come over here and now live here, why do you think it's so important for American fans to have and international fans to have representation within Everton, which is, of course, thousands of miles away?
1: Yeah, no, it's a it's a really good question, uh, a very very good question. I mean, look, you know, football football generates a whole load of opinions, and we we know that Evertonians are, are really passionate about their football, and you know, like stuff on the pits, it, it generates loads of opinions, doesn't it? You know, people have always got something to say about what's going on, and views and opinions that um, you know that people have, and that's and that's what football does. But I think before we sort of maybe talk about the international element, I think what I've seen, and certainly you know, since this process has has been underway. A lot of Blues want as much as say about the issues off the pitch as they do on the pitch. They want the best for Everton, you know, they want the all round, you know, and again, whether that be there's a debate at the moment around safe standing and what that will mean in the new stadium. You know, you look at at the response rates to the consultation around the new stadium, you know, over 40-odd thousand, I think, responded to the consultation and another large proportion of those wanted to have their say on actually what would happen in and around Goodison after the clubs club have moved, and you know again the sponsorship of Everton in the community on the front of the shirt, I think again has sort of generated a whole debate around. You know, we should be moving away from some of the, the sponsorship deal So I, th- I think the point I'm making there is is that th- there's a desire, I think, and you know Evertonians are, are interested in you know not just sort of what's happening 90 minutes on a, on a Saturday or a Wednesday or whatever, but actually in in, in some of those issues uh, as well. And I think from an international perspective, you talked you asked me about the value of the fans forum, and I think that. One of the most important things, if it's going to be successful, is is that it's representative of the whole fan base. The fact that Everton have got supporters groups right across the world, I think officially there's sort of fifty odd. There's probably more actually. Uh, they're a little bit more more in, informally. If a fans forum is going to be truly representative, then it's it's got to it's got to look at that that broad base. And we talk about the Everton family, don't we? Carlo Ancelotti's been talking about it in the last the last couple of days, and the passion of the fans, and you know that passion is felt by fans, wherever they are, I've found, you know, and I think we spoke on the last episode about, you know, I've sort of seen that firsthand at some of the Chicago Toffees and some of the other US Blues that that I've come across since, since I've moved out here. And, you know, just because they weren't born in the city doesn't mean that they haven't got the sort of same interest, passion or or belief. So, you know, I think I think that's really important. If we're going to talk about the Everton family, then we've got to think about which elements of of that family. And like any family, you know, you get you get different views, don't you? I don't know what your personal circumstances are, James, but you know, I know in our family, in in our house, you know, everybody wants to say about every different topic, you know, whatever it might be, whether it's where we're going to go on our holidays or what we're going to be doing at the weekend, and it's it's people want to have their say and. Uh, you know, I might want burger, the missus wants fish, you know, the ki- one of the kids wants pasta, one of them, you know, wants wants something else. And we all want them to have their say and be listened to. So, you know, like every family, I, I don't think that if we want the Everton family to, to really be embraced and to have their say, then I think it's it's really important that they do that, whether they happen to be within L4 in Liverpool or whether they're one of the the many, many groups that are that are overseas. So I think that's why... Quite important to do that. I think there are issues that, that might be more prominent and might be different, I think, for those fans overseas, you know, for those that might not be going to Goodison every week because it's miles away and too expensive. And, you know, but, but I think that there are still issues that supporters want to con- contribute to. Uh, they want to have a say on. And in some cases where they, you know, they actually want to be involved in, you know, in doing things, whether that be in supporting broader engagement or building on the engagement that's that's happening in, in, in countries and sort of trying to trying to build that out a bit. I think, you know, they're different issues. And, you know, you asked me about if you take the US as an example, here we've got over forty different you know, supporters club, an established sort of network of of, of clubs that i think and and what i've heard can play a role in sort of driving some of the engagement certainly i think i think the club the club is after and you know if you look at the global nature of football you know there's players from all parts of the globe now and go back to their countries don't they when it's an international break or they engage then with you know with with their home countries i, I don't know if you've seen the pictures of Richarlison in the last couple of days, but you know, he's taken, for example, you know, he's he's obviously, you know, Everton have given him a load of a load of shirts and merchandise and and, and what have you. And he, he's taken that and he's using that as a as an opportunity. So, you know, there's ways in which, you know, the, the global fan base I think can get involved and, and be engaged. And I, I think that's something that, that can be built on. And and again, like from a US perspective to be specific, the game's on the rise here. We're definitely seeing that, you know, I think we were here last year you know, the us women's team sort of won the world cup and actually it was you couldn't you couldn't find sort of the men's kits in in any of the shops it was the women's kit you know and it really sort of gripped the nation for a sport that hasn't necessarily sort of cut through and 2026 is you know, is obviously the World I think there's going to be you know 50, maybe more than 50 games in the US. So I think what I'm saying is that if you look ahead, you know, as well as that existing sort of network of clubs, uh, supporters clubs, I mean, you know, there's actually you know events and opportunities that I think that you know, with you know, in partnership with the club and in partnership with some of the supporters groups, you know, get involved. And the other thing we talked about this briefly, I think last time as well that that I've really noticed um, since since being here is some of the infrastructure that is pretty well established established in youth sports and particularly soccer networks of sort of youth clubs so soccer clubs that you know are, are serious about sort of what they're doing to sort of drive sport and what have you and again i think that provides an opportunity for the club and and the fans and the fans group i think to you know maybe look at you know how we can You know, maybe a expand some of the work that's already going on, but to sort of try and try and integrate with you know maybe some of the supporters and some of the Evertonians of the future.
0: That was a a lot to touch on a lot there, and I think you lay out your your ideas and your platform very very well. And I like the analogy of the family and choosing dinner. Everyone wants to have their say, and I think what what really stuck out to me is is talking about growing you know growing the fan base internationally. And we we talked about you know the idea of of a brand or, you know, football, I guess is ultimately clubs or, or if you think about it from a business perspective, it, it goes much deeper than that, of course, but you know, you have customers, you want to develop brand loyalty. And I think the sport of soccer and, and football sport in general drives it. But I think soccer more than any other mm-hmm. drives loyalty. Um, and Everton in particular have a very, you know, all the supporters are so incredibly passionate and you see it come out everywhere. Yeah. And, and so I think, you can develop that that brand connection and Everton have that brand of being such a strong fan base and present it and grow the fan base that way. Really good points. And like you said, at, there's a lot of things that I think the club can do. And I think, um, I guess your goal as representing sort of the international fan base would be to try to provide those that feedback and those those options to the club. So I guess now you could you just elaborate perhaps a little bit more on the tenets of your platform i suppose and how you go about being a member when you're international and presumably the fans forum is is dominated by by locals
1: i just want to pick up on maybe one thing as well that you said that james if just quickly is is about sort of the passion of, of you know the fans and sort of not this just an opportunity again you know one of the big observations for me since moving here was Obviously, the Scousers that move out here and they've, you know, they've followed the club since sort of being born in the city and what have you. But the other the other Blues, and I'm sure this is the case outside the US as well, they are pretty meticulous in how they choose their team, So they haven't just sort of, you know, stuck a pin in a, you know, a Premier League wall chart, you know, and sort of, you know, it's come out at Everton or someone's chosen it because they like, the you know, they like Royal Blue. Know lots of the blues I've spoken to. You know they, they they want to understand. You know what the club is all about, what it stands for. You know obviously it's history, right? Um, you know where it's going. Obviously they clearly want a team that's doing well, don't we all? Hopefully Mr. Ancelotti can help us get there. But they, they're doing this because they they want to be part of something and they they want to feel part of that broader community and belonging. So again, I think that's when you talk about. You know, how do you sort of embrace that if you like? I I think that's something that's really important because it's not just—it's not just as though people fancy choosing Everton one day and they're going to change it tomorrow. So I think I think that just makes it a little bit more sustainable. So a bit of a long-winded answer, but I wanted to pick up on that in terms of sort of you know what what I'd hope to offer. You know, again, you know, last time we talked about the strength of feeling, I've just touched on it again there. You know, I think the fact that um, there is a different perspective, and I think that there are maybe different issues that the overseas fan base might want to tackle on. I mean, I've been fortunate to sort of be on both sides of that, you know, coming from Liverpool, living away from Liverpool. Uh, Obviously now I'm in a completely different country. So I think what that does, it it gives you that sort of different perspective and one that you you can relate to. So again, I think, you know, having that perspective, I think is helpful then in being able to, you know, hopefully take on the issues and, and, and represent, you know, sort of the overseas group. So I think, I think that's something that, you know, I've definitely sort of learned since, since I've been out here and I, I think could, could be, could be helpful. I think the other thing is an issue I've, I've seen sort of on social media and in and, and, and other places is that, and I've had this feedback actually from, from some of the groups that have, that have been in touch is, is that, you know, they want a focal point um, and they want to know, who can they go to who might be able to sort of help them get around of a get around an issue or if they've got an idea or how might they connect with other groups if they want to share that idea or, you know, learn from that. And again, I think that's one of the things that I'd hope to help with that is to sort of, you know, help understand, well, what are those issues? And then make people did feel strongly about something, or if there was an issue that the club wanted to, formally get the views you know of fans overseas then again you know i could i could help sort of organize and and actually also you know then represent sort of the views that 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 i pick up i think the club does already do a lot in terms of engagement um you know i don't know if you know but they've got a specific team the engagement team does a really brilliant job you know people like christine Pryor and her team the way in which they sort of you know, work with teams. I was reading today again about you know uh, a young lad, you know, who just come through some you know some cancer treatment and you know they provide an opportunity for him to in, then go down to Finch Farm. So they do there, you know, Karina Duffy uh, uh, in the community for people that will know Karina. You know, they go out their way to, to to sort of you know to do that. But you know, I think also sometimes we don't agree with maybe what the club is doing. So I think it's also impo- important that there's a voice and and a bit of, a bit of challenge where where that's necessary again there's been a bit of uncertainty maybe about sort of what the fans forum is working on again listening to people about what's top of their minds and then using that to then maybe inform some of the things that the fans forum might be focused on again i think is you know is is something that's important and i think above all i want i want to progress things as well there you know i don't just want to want to sort of be a post box, if you like it's also to to actually you know do things and get things done so
0: And you've been incredibly receptive so far to, you know, opinions, what people, people want to voice their opinions. And I think you think about, we talked about kind of Everton from the perspective of a business, maybe a little bit earlier, but also you think about it as kind of a community and in that community, people want to be heard. You know, that's why you have government representative governments, not the same thing, but people want to be able to, to have their opinions heard. And you mentioned, you talked about it earlier. And I think you of course are, are very well positioned to kind of bridge the gap because you having been a scouser come over and seen the perspective of americans you can sort of build that bridge and um you know just just give us a little bit we don't want to come take over the club or anything like that we just want to be heard (laughs) you know what i mean
1: there's a long history of americans in the club so you know that that should never you know that should should of should never be a problem. So no, I don't think I don't think there is that. But yeah, I think you're right. I think I, you know I, I am fortunate, in it, as I said earlier, that I've sort of been on on both sides of that, and I think that you know that I can offer that perspective um, for sure. And and again. I, What's been really interesting through this process as well as is, is, is the response in terms of, you know, you know, people saying, you know, yes. So there's definitely interest, you know, we we need to be doing this and there's more that we can be doing. So it's definitely sort of, you know, generated and, yeah, and I'm not saying that it didn't happen before now that I've been involved in it. I, I'm yeah. just sort of, you know, I'm much, much more aware of it. So I hope that it now provides an opportunity and a, and a platform for us to, to build off it really, you know, for, for, for all the blues.
0: Yeah. People want to promote Everton. They want to be able to spread the good word and and grow the fan base and and do those things. And I think, you know, and obviously the club want that as well. So I think everyone's kind of interests are aligned. It's just the methods by which you go about it. Um, But let's get down to brass tacks here, Tony. So the voting opened last Friday, February 7th. We're recording this on Wednesday. You're probably, you'll be listening to it at the weekend. But so what does the rest of the process look like? How long is voting open? And then maybe explain to people, you know, what do they have to do to be able to vote? For you if you're if you aren't planning on voting for Tony turn this
1: off pause it uh, and don't listen any further <laughs> yeah no very good very good uh so yeah you're right it opened it opened last uh, last Friday and it runs until Friday the 21st of Feb. I, th- I think I might need to double check on the website but I think it it closes late afternoon uh UK time on 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 Friday the 21st so there's nine candidates um, up for four posts. And I think you need a, an Everton customer number to be able to cast your vote. So if you go on the main Everton website, there's a little section on there where you can you can click on the fans forum. And the fans forum is tweeting quite regularly about sort of, you know, how to access this. And then what you need to then do is to enter your customer number uh, with your postal code or your zip code for our US friends. And then you can choose to cast your votes. And you've, you've got up to up to four votes if, if that's what you want to do. There's a little bio of of all all the candidates and and then you're away. But we've had a couple of questions just around the customer numbers and and how that's generated. So if you're not already, then what you have to do before you get that customer number is is register as a a digital member, which is a one minute process that you, you do online. And again, dead easy. So, so yeah, so that's the process. And as I say, there's what, like, it'll, there'll be another week, I think, when the program airs and I'd be made up if if people felt that they could, they could vote for me. And and as I said, I've said before, you know, very honoured if if people feel that they can cast their vote my way.
0: Yeah. And, and we'll be, you know, encouraging people to vote for Tony. You know, I know that probably you know, we've had a few conversations off air and, you know, just based on the conversations, even on air, you seem like a very authentic, genuine person, as I know most Everton fans to be. And so... I think that the way that you've outlined how you want to speak for the fan base here abroad in Liverpool and be a representative, I think um, it's, it's very easy to get behind and buy into. So I do hope that if you are listening, go on, make the account. If you haven't got one already and then vote for Tony and uh, you're in our discord now, Tony. So if you want to direct line to Tony, <laughs> you can uh, hop in the discord, come join it's invite.gg slash ATP. But Otherwise, thank you so much, Tony, for joining me yet again. It's been a blast listening to you, and, and I wish all the best for you. I hope you win.
1: Thanks a lot. Well, listen, thanks for thanks for having me on, and um, I hope that um, I hope that you and Alex have a have a great time when you get to go to Sydney in a few weeks. And I, I know that there's lots of people that are looking out for you and will lookout out for you. So I hope that you uh, hope you get your your dose of the Everton family in Liverpool when you when you get out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're, I'm unbelievably excited. It still doesn't feel quite feel real yet, but I think in like the next week or so, it'll start to really sink in. But yeah, thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. And to all of you listening, uh, thanks so much for listening until next time up the toffees. Thanks for tuning in to the American Toffee Podcast. Come join our Discord community at invite.gg/atp, and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at USA Toffee Pod.